welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. <laughs> and today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Would you love a postnatal vitamin that can also support your healthy milk supply? Milky's Complete Postnatal Vitamin is a two-in-one supplement with vitamin D and vitamin B, especially made for lactating people. With added fenugreek and fennel, this vitamin not only gives you what you need in your postpartum recovery, but also supports your milk supply. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your order. And so today, well, are we going to, we need a review of the week. Review of the week. Our review Review. of the week is from Lunar211, who says, I have never binged on a podcast until this one. I'm so grateful for all the information in here. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, podcast binging. It's like people tell me that all the time. Like, oh, I totally binged on your podcast. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, I know. They so say that. Yeah. I had one woman, one person, she was like, I can't remember. She asked me a question. She was like, I just started listening to your podcast. And um, I said, have you, and then she asked me a question. I said, have you got, have you, you know, did you see that we did an episode on some, something? She was like, I'm only on episode, episode five. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I won't ruin it for you. And some people like save it until they're taking like road trips or they're, you know, driving around or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Thanks you guys for all the love. Thank you. Yes. And leave us a review. You could be the review of the week. Yes, you could. Put you out there, yeah. Um, this week, we are going to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about supplementing. Oh, yes. That's near and dear to my heart, too. My <laughs> first son. So we are going to talk about this. And as I was telling Abby before we started, like, we might end up doing more than one podcast on this. We probably will because there's so much. We say it. that a there's lot. So much. Yeah, there's, we do say that a lot. There's we have a running list. We need to do but, like we need to do part two on so many things. Yeah, but there's so much to this, and I I feel like like when I thought supplementing, the reason why I thought supplementing was because what I see all the time when I'm working with my families is moms that are coming out of the hospital or coming back from their first pediatrician's appointment. The weight gain isn't where the they want it to be so they say supplement but nobody tells them how much to supplement when to supplement when to stop supplementing how to cut back from supplementing what how to, to supplement stop with, yeah how to stop like there's none of that mm-hmm. is happening it's not that i have anything against like obviously the baby needs to feed to eat and if right. we need to figure out what's happening with the breastfeeding yes then we need to supplement but my issue is say, when you say to a new parent who just had a baby and they have no idea what's going on, if you say to them, just supplement, give the baby as much as they'll take. Like, that is not guidance at all. No. And I, I really, like, we need to talk about this because it's happening so feel- much more frequently and it's, it's so confusing. It's, it goes along the lines, we, made, we did that episode on... Um, breastfeeding tools where we talked yeah. about nipple shields and all those different things. And it was the exact same story there is that people get on these things and there's no information on what to do or how to get off or how to, how to move on or how to, you know, and it just becomes, you just, you just, you just leave the hospital and it's just like, here's all your stuff. Here you go. There you go. You know, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. 
Good luck. And then you don't have, and you're like, okay, what? You get home, you're just like, all right, we're going to supplement till he's 21. We'll use this nipple shield, you know, the whole time. And nobody has any idea that it's like a temporary thing to help you, you know, through a tough time. And I had zero, I didn't have any of that. You know, and it's, it can be very detrimental. And I tell moms, like, and I never, like, if a mom calls me and says, we're supplementing because the weight's down or because the baby's not feeding well or whatever the situation might be. And her pediatrician told her to supplement. I never tell her, okay, just stop doing that. Like, we go along with what's happening until, you know, we can see what's happening. But if the mom is giving too much, like, sometimes they'll say, okay, the baby's down in weight. Give, you know, an ounce to two ounces after every feeding. I'm sorry, but a baby that's a week old, that is a feeding. And now. That's a lot. yeah. Yeah. That's their whole feeding. So now when you try to put them back to the breast for the next feeding, they're not going to be interested because they're not hungry and mm-hmm. because they're, they haven't digested that formula yet because that formula takes longer to digest than breast milk does. So, mm-hmm. but if you don't know that, you're going to just put the baby to the breast, and the baby's going to doze off and fall asleep and not have a good feeding. And now mom's milk supply, which we're trying to get to come in, is becoming more, you know, just nothing's happening there. There's mm-hmm. no stimulation. There's, you know, the baby's mm-hmm. not stimulating supply. They're giving more formula. It's this, you know, this downward spiral. I've had some families tell me that they didn't realize that they could even supplement with their own breast milk. And I'm like, well, why oh, couldn't yeah. you? Of course. Why couldn't you? Oh, well, I thought the breast milk I, yeah, the I, formula had more calories. So that's... Or we just associate the word supplementing with formula. Exactly. Yeah. We just associate that as a culture. That's just what we... It's probably by design by someone. Yeah. Beginning with an F <laughs> and an O and an R. It, you know, but the formula companies are like, let's, you know, this is like, you know, we're going to market this stuff as something that you need, which is, again, sometimes you do. But we associate the words here because this is like something that's been built into our culture. But with yeah. more information, you're right. We can supplement with our own breast milk or donor milk. Or donor milk. And you or know, formula. It's fine. You don't need to stay on it either. You know, like the right. baby that's gains well. Uh, very often you see that the baby, you know, now the baby's caught up and gaining well. And pediatrician will say, oh, looks great. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what you're doing. So the mom is stuck doing what she's doing, which is supplementing after every feeding. And that gets tiring. So yeah. it's okay to ask your pediatrician. Do I still need to do this? How long do I need to do this for? I would like to get to the point where I don't have to do this. If that's your goal. Yeah. If you started supplementing, even better, there's no reason why you need to keep going if the baby's feeding well. Right. Right. And even better, ask a lactation consultant. Yes. Because the, the pediatrician may not know because breastfeeding is just not their thing. Yeah. So they just might not have the information to help you kind of transition. From the place and, where you were, you fixed the problem, and now you can transition back to exclusively breastfeeding again if that's what you want. Yes. But we do have to fix the problem. We have to find out, okay, why is the baby not, you know, not gaining yeah. weight? Right. Um, we in this in our country, we go to supplementing very, very, very quickly before even giving anybody half a chance to get by. Well, I think yeah. I mean, I think it's very common in the hospital to just you just do it. It's not even a, it's not even necessarily an issue. It's just like, oh, here, here you go. Here's some mm-hmm. formula. You can supplement with that until your milk comes in. 
That's what they told me. Yeah. Your baby's really did, hungry you know, and you don't have enough milk yet. So right. this is what we need to do. Yeah. Even though you don't need all of that milk to, be, to begin with. That's the whole reason why your body just makes colostrum in the beginning. Exactly. But, but that's... It's, and it's kind of a message like, okay, you're not able to provide for your baby. Yet. Right. Right. And that's not right. the truth. And it's a cultural norm now. I mean, it's not, it's not something, you know, it's just, it's, it's totally ingrained in our, sol- in our culture. And you go and it's totally ingrained in the on the hospital policy. I mean, there's there's you know there's a, obviously a movement um, to kind of get some information out there, but it's still very much out there. And, and I was I, I had go ahead go ahead oh well I had <laughs> so, <say>. no <laughs> <laughs> you Diane you go uh, so. When you see babies that are supplementing early on like that, like the risk of allergy is higher, you know, the risk of a lower milk supply is always going to be there. Like there's a lot of risk factors that go along with it. And if you don't know, if you're not educated in the process to know, okay, my baby is two days old, they're cluster feeding because that's what two day old babies do. They want to be held and comforted. They're overstimulated. They're not starving. And that gets put into parents' heads, usually by hospital, that said, oh, my gosh, your baby's starving. Your baby lost some weight. All babies lose weight. All of them. Every single last one of them. Mm -hmm. They're designed to lose weight. It's okay. Yeah. When I had. It freaks parents out because they make it sound like it's. Yeah. When I had. So I had Jack. And I was induced. So I was induced at 41 weeks because I was, it was 41 weeks. And um, I, so, I, so I had him and they said he was crying because, you know, he God was forbid. just born. Right. And yeah, so <laughs> she goes, um, <laughs> birth is, you know, think about what you go through. They go through even more. Oh, my God. Yeah. But anyway, so he was like crying and fussing and whatever. And she said... Um, you need to give him formula. Your body is not making milk yet because you're induced. Um, and so you, he's crying because he's, he's starving. She even used the word. Um, and I just thought, oh my God. That's awful. This, how can this even be happening? Oh my God, I'm not going to let my baby starve. Right. So I was like, absolutely, I'll give him some some formula. Even though I went in saying like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to breastfeed. And that was on my, you know, birth plan and all of that. And they were like, yeah, okay. Um, but then they're like, oh, you know, he's starving. You're not making any milk. And so you need to give him this. And then I, you know, I was freaking out. I was like, well, is my is my milk going to come in? And she's like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. You just supplement until it comes in and then everything's fine. And then everything will be fine. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't, you know, I don't have, I didn't have any kind of wherewithal to even question, like, well, what do I do next? I was like, she's telling me everything's going to be fine, so it'll be fine. And so I supplemented like crazy doing the, like, they said, do you 20 minutes on every breast and then for, you know, then supplement with the formula afterwards. And, you know, he was constantly fussy at my breast. Like you said, he's probably not even hungry half the time because he was um, drinking you know, the formula every two hours. And, um, I just, yeah, it it just became, and I got to a point where I was like, I don't have any idea what to do. Am I going to breastfeed? 
Because I didn't feel, and then, you know, I mean, what I know now is like, you know, giving him so much formula, he's not drinking from the breast. And so my body really wasn't making milk. Right. It really wasn't coming in and doing what it was supposed to do. Um, And, you know, it didn't, things didn't turn around until I reached out to a lactation consultant. And she said, okay, everything's going to be okay. We're going to do this, you know, but here's what you do. And she walked me through it. And then we were, we were good to go. We were exclusively breastfeeding. And I, but I, it was amazing reaching out for help. Like it really did. Like it, it really, it, she fixed it. It makes a huge difference. It really does. Like you, you can't, you can't know something about something you don't know. Right. Exactly. And, you can't even ask questions about something you don't know. Right. And like the hospital staff, like they're not, or even the pediatrician, like nobody's trying to be vindictive and say, okay, I'm going to. No, gonna, like, not at all make sure that this person is not a breastfeeder like nobody everybody no. wants the best interest but they they don't have the knowledge on it you know they're not trained in this at all so right. they don't realize that all of this stuff is very normal and it's okay and there's no reason to panic but they yeah. put the fear of god into you that your baby yeah. is like starving because and that you're crying. not your body is your body is malfunctioning yeah and that's not the issue. I spoke to a family today. I spoke to the dad and the baby was born on Sunday, Sunday. Today's Wednesday. Like I had to do the the thing in my head. Like, where <laughs> yeah. are we? She's on day three of life. Yeah. Went to the pediatrician today and the baby was down in weight. So the, the which is know, normal, which is normal because they're day three people. And she was like, they kind of made it sound like, okay, if the baby doesn't start gaining by Friday, then you're going to have to start supplementing. And that really, you know, according to the dad, that really upset mom, obviously, you know, it really upset her. And I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's break this down here. Is her milk coming in? And he said, yeah, we, you know, it's just starting to come in, which is normal. It's day three. That is normal. Babies do not start gaining measurable weight until 24 hours after the milk has come in Uh, it doesn't happen that makes sense right they're drinking drops of colostrum it's not going to make them gain weight no they're actually losing weight that they need to lose from right being inside you and they're pooping and peeing and it's all normal physiological behavior that is happening Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this poor mom left the pediatrician's office thinking that there was something wrong and the baby is continuing to lose weight and she's doing something wrong when it physiologically is exactly how I would expect it to be. And this is the kind of stuff it's like you're, you know, you're tired and you're recovering and you're, you want to feed your child and, but you want to do what's best. And of course, and every family says to me, you know, we only want what's best for the baby. So, of course, we're going to supplement if we have to supplement. It's like, they're, like they're expecting me to say, oh, well, how dare you? How dare you supplement? Because that's not something I want to speak of. And that's not how we feel right. about it. But I want to make sure parents understand they are not at fault here. This is not their fault. No. No, and I think there's so much, like, the, the, the missing, the, the, the knowledge, the lactation information is what is missing. Because if if a knowledgeable lactation consultant had come into the room, she would have said he, they would have said, "Okay, you're not no, you're not making milk because you're not supposed to be making milk right now." 
your baby just needs colostrum for, you know, the next few days, your milk will start to come in and then your baby will, you will, will breastfeed. Your baby's not, your baby is not starving starving. and being induced does not cause your body to stop working. I mean, there are certainly problems with being induced. I'll, I'm the first one here to tell, to tell my story. If anybody wants to hear it. But I mean, you know, the, it doesn't cause your milk to dry up. No. It doesn't cause a reverse in, in you know, in the, your body's normal function of lactating. No, it does not. And it's like if, you know, it's like you're talking about like you're, you know, the baby's losing weight and um, the pediatrician's like, well, we have to, to, to supplement. It's just like there's this missing piece of that. The only thing that's missing is the lactation knowledge. If somebody knows what's going on and who knows what's supposed to happen and who's been educated in that way, these things wouldn't be happening. It's just that's a huge gap. And with that, we'll have a word from our sponsor. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Are you suffering from sore or cracked nipples? You are not alone and help is on the way. Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is organic and lanolin-free, made with natural ingredients to heal, protect, and moisturize. It is safe for both mom and baby, and there is no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your order. So you had a really good point that the, the key thing there is the lactation consultant and the education and the knowledge from somebody who has it. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, you'll get a lot of mixed information that's very confusing. You know, work with one person that can help you to kind of get on track like you did. Right. You know, and it... And I, I worked with somebody in the hospital, but the thing about... Some lactation consultants in the hospital is that they're following hospital protocol. Exactly. Which is, which, which the hospital is a place where lactation information is missing. And, and that does happen when formula companies come in and they come in with their free samples and their subsidies and all this stuff. And the lactation stuff kind of gets pushed to the side because they want their product out there. And, you know, that so it just it just ends up happening that the lactation information is missing. The other thing with it too in the hospitals, at least I know where I see where I you know where I am here. Mm-hmm. They have you know one or two lactation consultants per thirty patients, right? And they're trying to do discharges and they're trying to you know help the moms that are struggling and they're trying to you know talk to the moms whatever. It's really really overwhelming and then a lot of times you will end up just having your nurse help you which they're more than willing to do but they don't have the level of training either again again this is the missing piece it is i mean it's just it really and then your your lactation consultants at the hospital like hospitals don't necessarily encourage their staff at least i know where we live to go and get continuing education it's they don't want to lose them off the floor so it's really hard to kind of keep up on all the new information and there's just, there's, there's a lot happening. And like you said, with, with hospitals, you're kind of bound to following their protocol. And very mm-hmm. often they will look at the number. What is, what is that number that the baby lost? What is, you know, that percentage of weight that the baby lost? And they say, okay, now it's our protocol that you hit this number. Let's give formula. Um, it's really. and the, Yeah. 
and they do know. based because because it's a place of of you know a fast paced you know business i mean they they have they they have these numbers like well you have to do this by this day and you have to do this by this hour and you have to and and these are oftentimes these are there's no there's no basis for these numbers except that that's just hospital protocol so a lot protocol. of babies might not does not those. mean evidence based. It means right, protocol. Right, right, right. And I mean, the good news is that a lot of hospitals are pushing back against this, and they are pushing for you know these gaps to be filled. And people are having really wonderful experiences in hospitals. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Yeah, and this is. I but mean, we have to keep pushing. Yeah, absolutely. You have to keep pushing, and you have to keep like, you know, and it's really good if you can go in with your own education too. You know, if you have kind of done your yeah, reading, right. listen to the podcast, know what you want. Um, some of the things that we like to look for with this, when I worked, I worked in a hospital setting. So, you know, I saw those babies in the beginning losing weight. But you have to look at the whole picture. You have to look at, is the baby pooping and peeing? You know, and in the pe- I work in the peds office, so I see those babies coming in. Very rarely are those babies gaining weight the day after discharge. Very rarely. Right. And if they are, I'm usually suspecting that they are giving some kind of supplement. Because it's not mm. common. And we look at the poops and the peas. Is the baby pooping? Is the baby peeing? What's happening there? Are they, you know, feeding well every couple of hours? Are they, um, you're not letting them sleep, you know, extended periods of time because they're super sleepy and you figure they're going to wake up on their own, which they will not on day three of mm-hmm. their life, by the way. And right. You know, how what's happening with the feeds? Are you feeling like your milk is starting to come in? How was your labor? Did they fill you full of fluid? If you've had tons of fluid, IV fluids, was it an induction where they gave you lots of IV fluids? That IV fluid will cause more of a weight loss in your baby. So that, you know, that's another right. thing that we look at too. Um, there's more than just that concrete, okay, here's the number, boom, you have to supplement at this point. Um, we were saying earlier, right. you can supplement with your own milk and sometimes we'll, you know, Hey, let's get pumping or something so that we can give, you know, give the baby your own milk instead of doing the formula. Mm-hmm. And so if you are supplementing and you are, and you have, you know, you feel like you've gotten to a place where you've been doing it and you, you would like to transition off of supplementing, um, what, how long should someone supplement? How, when should they stop supplementing if they, if they want? I usually, you know, we, we work with the pediatrician usually with this, but if the baby starts to gain well, um, I like to look at, okay, how much weight did the baby gain between, you know, say for example, I'm throwing it out there. You went to the pediatrician mm-hmm. on Monday, the baby, you know, was seven pounds and four ounces. You went back on Wednesday and the baby was seven pounds, nine ounces. That is telling me that the baby's getting too much at this point. So now we can mm-hmm. back away a little bit. Maybe we could start giving a little bit less supplement. Maybe mm-hmm. we could start, um, you know, either giving a little bit less if they're doing supplementing after each feeding. Maybe we could just do a little bit less after each feeding. Maybe we could you know, get rid of one altogether and mm-hmm. kind of wean back. Cause you can't just like stop automatically. Right. Right. Um, right. But babies, we look for babies to gain half an ounce to an ounce a day. So if they, you know, all of a sudden you start supplementing 
and oh my goodness, all now they're feeding a little bit better because now they're a little bit more awake and your milk is coming in. So, you know, it's not such a such an issue. We can get back from, from that supplementing because we can see that the baby's gaining. Mm-hmm. Often parents will tell me, well, now the baby's spitting up a lot more or the baby, you know, is not taking the supplement. I'm really having a hard time even getting the baby to take the supplement, but I'm so afraid that they're not going to gain weight. So I keep trying to push it. But if the baby's not taking it, or they're spitting it up, they're taking it, but they're spitting mm-hmm. up a lot more, then that's telling me, okay, they're getting more than what they need. So mm-hmm. we have to really kind of be cognizant and look at all the cues, you know, look at what your baby's right. doing. Um, and really kind of keep in the back of your mind that babies are, are small. They don't need large volumes, so we don't need to give them large volumes. And babies will also respond... If you put the bottle in their mouth, they're going to suck on that bottle. So they will take that supplement whether they want it or not the majority of the time as a newborn. So it's Mm -hmm. not like an indication of they're starving or, you know, sometimes I'll hear parents say, well, just, you know, give the baby whatever they'll take. Whatever they'll take. Like, what does that mean? You know, that's. Yeah. I mean, you put a bottle in their mouth, they're going to suck on it. You know, for these families. Yeah. Babies. And so the first week of life, their stomach is really small. They don't need a whole lot of volume. Yeah. Right. There's that meme that goes around on Facebook that's like day one, like a baby day one, and their stomach size is like a walnut. Yeah. And, you know, it goes up to like a ping pong ball or something. It's it's not, they can't have like a burger and fries like we can. (laughs) No. No. And then, so what about what about supplementing for too long? Because my concern, even with myself, became, you know, first being told that the supplement was going to be helping me to breastfeed and helping me to have my milk come in and helping me through that, when the supplementing was actually hurting that process, where my baby was drinking more from the supplement than from me, and so then my milk was not coming in. Yeah. And that is where, like, I get nervous because if we give too much supplement, like I was saying, if you're giving an ounce mm-hmm. ounce after every feeding, that is going to be too much, and then your baby is not going to breastfeed yeah. well. So you really, it really is important to have a good balance with it and to know that there needs to be a good balance with it yeah. and to really be working with somebody because this is, it's hard. It really is. It's hard. And you don't want to be over supplementing your baby because then they won't breastfeed well. And then you're sabotaged. And it's right. just, it's really frustrating. Right. Because your baby needs to be feeding from your breast in order for your body to know to make more milk. Exactly. That's how your milk supply is, is established. And so if there is no baby breastfeeding there, then you, there will be no milk being made. Right. So you want to be supplementing with just the amount that everybody kind of feels is missing right now. But not right. over, because then your baby won't be feeding from the breast. And that's one of the reasons why I do like to do the weighted feeds with parents. You know, if they're supplementing, mm-hmm. let's see what the baby is transferring. Get a little bit of an idea of what the baby's doing so that we can gauge how much yeah. to supplement. You know, if the baby's taking half an ounce at the breast, I don't want you giving them two ounces because they don't need right. that. You know, so. Yeah, and ha- have, you, have you ever seen a parent who was not surprised by the amount that their baby got from their breast. Oh my gosh. They're I, always I feel surprised. like 
they're always surprised at how much the baby actually got from their bre- from the breast. Mm-hmm. Because we just again, we just have this inferiority complex when it comes to this. Like there's no milk in there, my baby's not getting enough, and it's all this constant worry when you put your weigh your baby before and after a feeding, you'll be stunned. Oh my gosh. You will be even surprised. if they're not getting like enough, even if somebody does say, okay, let's supplement this much for, you know, for however long, um, you'll still be surprised. Yeah. So hopefully, really, hopefully that helps. Yeah, I hope it helps. So if you are, if you are supplementing right now and you're listening to this, um, you know, definitely ask the questions you know talk to a lactation consultant if you haven't talked to one yet um Mm -hmm. worried about supplementing you know if you're afraid you know oh my gosh what if i have to supplement my baby it's okay if it's a needed thing if we need to do it it's not an issue and you don't always have to supplement either i think people think once they start they're gonna always have to and i mean i started supplementing with my twins and did not supplement for very long and was able to get away from it and abby did the same thing and it's definitely i've worked with tons of families who did not have to stick with it but we need to really work together and get you on a good path you need to yeah the, the lactation consultant that i called was not concerned at all she yeah. said that's okay you know we'll just start to and that was the thing that she did she said okay how about you know for the next couple of days cut back half an ounce of the supplement at each feeding mm-hmm. and then do another half an ounce and then you know and after i don't rem- i don't have i don't remember how long it was but then we were then it was gone you know, it, it really it's you know you're watching your baby you're watching the wet and dirty diapers and that sounds like so simple but if the baby if you stop you know if you wean back on supplementing or stop supplementing and the baby, you notice a drop in the wet diapers. Yeah. Then you know well, that tells us something. We need to look and see. Well, what's and happening. I think that's right. I think that that's what that's key is like what we said at the beginning was figuring out exactly what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Because if your baby who has like I don't know just a like severe lip tie or something and cannot get a good latch, so you're supplementing and supplementing and then you start to cut back. Well, your baby's still going to have the same problem. So right. it's still going to be an issue. You know, so you really have to find out what the issue is. Yeah, we have to see what that issue is. And, you know, and sometimes it's not even an issue. Sometimes yeah. it's just a, you know, a baby that's born a few weeks early and doesn't have the strength to really feed well. But once they do get that strength to feed well, then we're past it and we can start right. moving away from that formula. You know, there's tons of reasons why babies supplement. We just have to figure out what, what is going on with your baby. Yeah. Um, you know, don't ever think that you can't exclusively breastfeed. If that's your goal, we can continue to work to that goal. Yeah. Well, we wish you all luck. We do. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Absolutely. We'd love to we hear from you. Feedback. Yeah. Love to yeah. Hear from you, you can share, always share your experiences in the review section on iTunes and over at the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, you can find a comment section. And you can find sponsor links and promo codes from Fairhaven Health today. Thank you to them, too. And you can find all of our other episodes, too. Definitely. If you have not checked out the other episodes, find them. Check them out. There's yep. something for everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.